Yo, what up? This is the Track Shack. And today, we have another band here in the studio again. And to my left, we got Davo. What's up, Davo? Hello, how's it going? Good, how are you, man? I'm doing great, man. <laughs> Glad to be here. Cool. And Davo was uh, uh, in Death Will Bring Us Change? Or... <laughs> Sorry, man. Death will bring change. Death will bring change. And it was on the... You guys were on the first episode, we're right? on the very first episode. Yeah, yeah. dude. You guys got to check that out because they fucking kick ass. But how do you feel being here today? Uh, I feel good, man. I feel good. Yeah. And it's nice to be on the other side of the table. Oh. <laughs> and uh, what is it called? Uh, he, uh, he brought a band here today, and their name is Ronsley. You guys want to <laughs> introduce yourselves? <laughs> Uh, my name's Joel. I'm the lead singer and sometimes guitar player, usually guitar player. Woo! All right. Uh, my name's Colin. I'm the lead guitar player, and I don't sing at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at all. I want to make that very clear. <laughs> I play bass and vocals, backup vocals. I'm Chris. I'm drums and backup vocals. Shit. Well, give us a sound. This one's called She Ain't Messing Around. This song is about dirty sex. Woohoo! I wrote it when I was a virgin. Yeah. 
Sounded fucking sick, bro. Thank you. it, brother. And it sounds like you guys are like classic rock kind of seventies oh, rock. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. very Easily. much so. We dress like it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Typically. And uh, uh, Joel. Joel is the one that has the seventies attire, right? Usually, but <laughs> I kind of wear this outside in my day-to-day stuff too. So. So it's the default look. It's the default look, yeah. <laughs> Colin's like, we gotta dress up like we're playing a show. I'm like, oh, we just like <laughs> yeah, we we like we kind of like dress up on stage like just like our own. We like don't follow each other. We kind of just take our own like influences off of that. Everybody's their own person, right? Yeah, exactly. Nice. Kind of be kind of like cheap trick. Yeah, it's like cheap that's trick. like the beauty of it. Though. That's like the art of it. That's pretty cool. I I dig that. And uh, what is it called? The uh, the name of that song was She Ain't Messing Around. She Ain't Messing Around. How'd you guys come up with that? Uh, that's actually one of the older songs. We have an album out on Spotify called Damage You've Done. Mm-hmm. Real and old. A real old, yeah. We came out in basically 2019, January of 2020. Um, Colin wasn't actually even in the band yet. I wrote most of the songs when I was like 16, 17. So all the stuff you're going to hear is all the stuff that's going to come out, which is cool. But that's that's one of the favorites <laughs> off the off the debut album. Oh, and shit. you mentioned you wrote it when you were a virgin. Did it get you laid? <laughs> no, no, it didn't. You would think, you wouldn't know, you? Honestly, <laughs> it did not. I got laid a month after that album came out. Oh, Nothing okay. to do with the band or the song. He's like, luckily no. my hand was there. Yeah, yeah. exactly, bro. <laughs> Lefty always comes in clutch. <laughs> Lefty, Lefty, bro. Oh, he's left-handed. Bro. Can't relate. Who isn't left-handed? <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> oh, that's true. He's, he's a righty. <laughs> no, Jimi Hendrix was a lefty, wasn't it? Well, no, he, on the, he's on the, guitar, on the guitar he was. was oh, <laughs> right, right. We're talking about a different instrument. <laughs> <laughs> instrument of love. Damn, that's sick. And uh, uh, how'd you guys come up with the band name? Uh, it's our last name. Easy. So me, Jordan, and Chris are all brothers. They're actually twins. We got twins in the rhythm section, which is rad. And all the creativity right. went to the songs, not to the name. So we we're like, oh, what should we do? So we just thought Ronsley was rad. We didn't want to be the something. Um, Formerly known as the Electric Shock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Came up with that 16. when you were like seven and ten. Man. <laughs> yeah, Crane. goddamn. But no, we just we stuck with it for the time being, and it actually kind of sounds like it fits. Like you know, Van like Halen. the raw. I don't I don't know what it is, but we like it. Kind of like yeah. It's a pretty unique last name. It's like all in the UK is where they have it. Oh, in the United States. Yeah, yeah. I should make Colin uh, change his last name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a honorarily Ronsley brother now. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. It's a it's a kick-ass last name though, it, yeah. and it goes with the with, with the sound of the band. Yeah, it does oh, yeah. in some weird way. Yeah, you know? I mean it's just the last name, but it it really Ron's does, you know. Yeah, Ron's. yeah. 
Ron's so Reese. That's the biggest thing is the spelling is people have trouble with. That's the only thing we got to super extra advertise. For now. Oh, yeah. Kind of like uh, Starbucks baristas that always get yeah. shit wrong. Yeah, You tell them your name's Ronsley and they come up with Paul. They always say they always say something like Ronsley. Ronsley? I always say it's Ron, like Lon, L-A-W-N-R-A-W-N. Same thing. Yeah. Oh, you guys got another one for us? Yes. Hell yeah. First new song of the night. Uh, what's oh, the name of it? not really new. This one's called Anywhere USA. Nice. Anywhere USA. Let's get it. This capo doesn't like to. got to be my favorite uh, song you guys play. Yeah. Oh, really? Rad. Yeah. I've always Definitely the most one. pop yeah. song of the, of 
the bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I wouldn't really call it a pop song. I mean, it's, it's like the ultimate road trip song. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I actually, I can see that. I never saw, I thought of it that way. We, we kind of, we kind of wrote yeah, it. You're right. Yeah. Well, like yeah. we wrote it in the intent of like, what if we can like make some of that classic rock sound with some of the newer like pop sound? You that's know? as new. That's okay. as new as wherever like, the sound. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. And. I don't know. I, I like it a lot. I think it's a fun song to play. That's actually Definitely. the first song Colin and I wrote together. We co-wrote. Yeah, oh, okay. that's true. Nice. That's true. That's the first song we ever wrote together. So how did that dynamic work? How did you guys, uh, like, how did that song start? <laughs> it all started with Joel, actually. Of, okay. you, well, you came up with the So with we the were just riff. jamming, and it was like, play something different. So <clears> I accent something different turned out to be 1564 or whatever the pop song chord progression was. <laughs> yeah. Unless something different. Um, but we had in a song like that, so I was doing different it. Different by our standards. And, <laughs> and he came up with that, no, 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 no. So yeah, that was that, cool. That whole so so uh, the lick. I was like, yeah, oh, lick. we had the song. And then I had the song title, Anywhere, comma, USA, like a city name. And I was like, that's a cool title. And then I was like, oh, it fits. Mm. So then like the next day, he left practice. I, I changed the, the key so I could sing it better. Came up with lyrics like two days later, and then uh, the song was born. Nice, nice. Okay, so you had the title, which led to, uh, led to the lyrics. Yeah, I kind of cool. built the lyrics around the title of that song. That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, something that Bruce Springsteen I was re- reading likes to do. You know, he comes up with titles, and then he tries to search a song. It was, he searches a song that's gonna, you know, uh, suit that title. You know what I mean? Then he comes up with a few drafts. And he's like, ah, this doesn't really deserve this great title. You know what I mean? But, you know, so that's that's pretty cool. Thank you. Appreciate it. I like it. How long did it take you guys to come up with it? Like two, three days. Uh, and at the end of that song, there's like a long break. That's uh, when we record it. There's a actually we're gonna add another instrument to the end. Another instrument's gonna have a solo in that kind of like nice. awkward. A, su- a surprise seconds. instrument. What instrument? Oh, you're not gonna tell. It's us? a surprise. surprise okay. You have to wait okay. for the yeah. album. Okay. You listen to our music. There's not a lot of surprises, so we gotta. Sure. Well, then again, we had that single came out. There's a didgeridoo at the beginning of that and song. And the trumpet. And right. a trumpet. There's a bunch of instruments, actually. Tambourine. Organ. We had a lot of fun with Cowboy. that. Bell. Gong. There's a gong hitting Tambourine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sick. Uh, uh, you guys recorded this song already? Or? Not this no. one, no. Not this one? But the it's going to be coming out on the next uh, album. On the uh, next, next album. album. Which is, we're, we're trying to decide on when. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to decide on when. We're just taking our time with it, though. Oh. No, yeah, just take your time. Yeah, we're playing playing more shows first, kind of just. Although like, you don't want to t- spend too much time on yeah. it because then it's gonna overcook. It's gonna overcook, yeah. but taking a little bit of time on it is always good just to make sure it's how you guys like it too. Yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. Where are you guys at with the album? Is it uh, mostly written or? I'd say about. Well, I'd I mean, say about all half. The, there's all titles and all the. Some songs are further <laughs> along. Obviously, the ones we're playing. And some songs have structure. Yeah. Some songs have lyrics. So. We're getting there. We need to kick it into. I need to kick it into overdrive, actually, and so I could bring something to them, mm-hmm. you know. But it's cool having a co-writer for this album before, <laughs> you know. And then they're obviously getting better at writing their parts and harmonies, and I could, that's all them. So yeah, oh, super hyped. Nice. Yeah, and it's all. Uh, what is it called? The uh, teamwork too. That's. Oh yeah. That's what drives it all together too. Yeah, it's sick. It seems like you guys have a clear cut. On, everybody knows what they're doing. You know what I mean? Everybody has their their job you know which i'm sure makes things easier you know what i mean yeah exactly yeah well it's like whenever whenever i write like if i were to write a song or write a part or whatever and i'm like i kind of like think of the end like the uh what do you call it yeah like the product in my head and i kind of have that before i even start it but like i'll kind of think of like okay i'm not gonna write a bass part or i'm not gonna do like drum fills or anything because i want them to write that i want them to be a part of the song and i want them to have their (laughs) 
niche into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. For sure. All right, cool. You guys got another one for us? Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> What's the name of the song? This one is called Stuck in 1975. Very, very fitting for, uh, <laughs> for our band. For Ronsley. Sick, bro. <laughs> Plays nothing but a good time. <laughs> he actually Plays a completely that. different song. <laughs> <laughs> Just steals that song. <laughs>
So that does that did sound like 1975. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> That'd be awkward if it did. It's 19, 1974. <laughs> 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 or just like be, uh, 1975 and start playing some grunge. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So I gotta ask. Um, obviously, there's there's some obvious influences that are easy to hear, but uh, you know, obviously individually they could differ from each other. So I'm gonna ask each of you guys. Uh, what are your main influences and inspirations and, you know, the, the artists that kind of got you started into playing music, you know, that you owe making music to them? Well, I think the basis for all of us is the ACDC here and there. That was uh, what we were raised on, at yeah. least Jordan, Chris, and I call them too a little bit. But uh, so getting older, obviously, you find new influences. Like for me personally, I obviously, we love the Eagles, uh, but I love Joe Walsh as a songwriter and that type of stuff. So I'm... <laughs> That's the whole angle that I'm going in. But, uh, yeah, that ACDC basis is always there. But I'd have to say, like, Joe Walsh, Jackson Brown, that type of stuff I love now. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's like for me growing up, like, I, I started playing guitar, like, at a fairly young age because of my brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had a guitar lesson before because I just thought I've never really needed it. I wanted to be a drummer at first. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. My, my, my top three guitar players when I first started out was uh, Angus Young, Tom Morello, and Kirk Hammett. Oh, Tom Morello with the with the. Oh forgot, yeah, forgot what that pedal's called. The whammy pedal. The whammy pedal, dude. Yeah, Let's hear that shit. <laughs> dude, yeah, I love that, Tom Morello. That was too. A, he was the whole reason why I bought that pedal. <laughs> and then, like nowadays, like Joel was saying, it's just everything changes. Like nowadays, my idols are like you know Jimmy Page and. Um, like Steve Vai and like some of the other guys, you know, like it, yeah. it always changes over the years. So definitely, you're always gonna have new, uh, new, new inspirations on the way too. Oh yeah, How about I'll probably Joel? change in about a year. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, for me it's gotta be Flea, Easy. Oh, okay. um, you know, we did grow up with a lot of ACDC, and those who are familiar with ACDC, you know, the bass lines are never too complicated. They're always just laying down the rhythm, laying down the beat. Uh, I, whenever I write my bass lines, I try to, you know, implement implement as much of that fleet type bass playing as I can. Which typically, though his riffs sound very complicated, a lot of times they're just you know pop slaps and octaves, like uh, you know. ground right there that's just e g and d octaves so you know for stuck obviously with that groovy you know type of influence i try to add my own like poppy slappy type beat you got so it's nice and simple but keep it you know keep it funky keep it as cool as always gotta keep it nice Definitely. Yeah, you definitely do a good job of keeping it pretty simple, but all your bass lines sound really punchy, you know what I mean? Like, I'm always, exactly. there's bands where, you know, you're there, it's filling out the low end, um, but with you, it's like, I can really hear it, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's, it's always more fun, you know, to play something like that rather than just, you know, yeah. you know, you'll hear plenty of that, plenty of that, you know, you know and obviously <laughs> at the end of the day, funny. you sell out shows, you know, you get a fat paycheck from that, but what's yeah. the fun in that, right? Exactly. Right? Definitely. Oh, yeah, you're fall right, asleep yeah. up there on stage. Dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <clears throat> for me, again with the uh, growing up with the ACDC, a lot of my drumming um, influence came from Phil Rudd. I think uh, people like to dismiss him as not a good drummer because he doesn't do uh, crazy fills or 
Like, you'll rarely hear, actually, I don't think you'll ever hear him do a 16th note on the kick pedal ever at all on anything ACDC recorded, I think. Nothing nothing crazy. He's very simple. But the, the things he writes is, is he has a way of just really, I mean, working well with the bass, the bass and the rhythm, but just bringing the band together as a whole. I think that, you know, that, that kind of drumming is rare where you can really just unite the band and uh, compliment everyone and uh, just really make it sound special. And I try to implement that into our songs as well as I can because he, he's a really talented drummer. And I think drummers like that, they don't come around too often. Um, so I try, to, I try to keep it like that, you know, remember that when I drum. I'm, I'm not too much of a crazy fills kind of guy. But, you know, as, as far as that goes in, in, um, in the songwriting, I like to keep it simple so I can do other things like, like harmonies. I'm, uh, I'm really into that. I had a brief, uh, really brief addiction to the Eagles. Oh, brief? <laughs> yeah. That was like two years. Uh, Watched the three-hour Eagles documentary yeah. like seven times. Uh, I was like, well, I joined the band Chris liked the Eagles. It's, it's, <laughs> that was it's, it. And it's because, I mean, I think like this, just the uh, the way they, I mean, they play together, right? But the way they sing together is just, oh, it's, it's addictive. It really brings people in. And, uh, I mean, that, that kind of became the goal for us, to become a rock band that has really tight harmonies and can sing beautifully when needed. Uh, and, and Don Henley, obviously, he's really talented in that. He has a beautiful voice, and he, his harmonies are tight. But he also is, you know, a good drummer, and he, uh, he may not be the most exciting, definitely not as much as Phil Rudd, I would say, but uh, he gets the job done while also being a great singer at the same time. And, and that's just a big influence to me. Definitely. Very well put. And uh, Colin, uh, going back to you real quick, deviating. Um, you were saying that you know you're self-taught. You ne- never took lessons. So yeah, and you started very young. Um, what was your guitar study like when you were just starting out? What was was there any kind of discipline, <laughs> schedule, routine that you would, you know? It's it's actually kind of funny and kind of strange. <laughs> so, I, I like I said, I wanted to be a drummer so bad. Yeah. I I. I Want to play the drums? I always watch drummers. I, I wanted to play the drums so bad, and I had right. a little electric drum set. Um, I was okay at it, you know, at the time. You know, I was playing like every day, and then I uh, was really into like starting to get into ACDC because my dad used to listen to all that stuff and still does. But um, ever since I heard Thunderstruck and I saw a YouTube video of, of Angus Young playing it, and I was like, oh my gosh, I fell in love. And I went to my brother, he taught me how to read tablature, mm-hmm. like five minute lesson on how to read tablature, and then he just sent me off my way i've never actually taken a like a real like paid lesson or anything like that um maybe youtube videos but um the first song i actually ever learned on the guitar was thunderstruck i skipped smoke on the water i never played any of that i just (laughs) it's just i i had to learn how to play that that simple you know and then like i just i had to master it and then i found out what a hammer on was and then i just added the whole and then it's just like that was, that was the very first thing I ever learned. And then Tablature really like realized like, holy shit, I can learn any song I want because it's all on ultimateguitar.com. It's <laughs> 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 so, arguably better than Marty Schwartz. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, I like Marty Schwartz Marty too. Schwartz is he's, cool. he's a nice it's just, guy. <laughs> how to play just, uh, Marty Schwartz is dead. So, so a lot of it was like learning songs you like and then just kind of developing your own style. Yeah, exactly. Like learning uh, songs I like and then 
Um, you know, I kind of grew up, my dad always said I have like a good ear, like most songs I've learned um, that I couldn't find tablature for, I would just listen to it and then just try and play it back just by figuring it out. Right, That's right. how I became good at just like, you know, putting hundreds of different songs into one song, creating that solo, creating everything like that. And that's kind of where the whole style of guitar playing kind of came from. And then like, you know, meeting people from other bands and stuff like that and previous bandmates, new bandmates, and then all that, you like, you, you always learn stuff. Yeah, definitely. Nice. How about you, Joel? Uh, like I said earlier, I'm, uh, it's funny because we're a rock band and I love rock and that's most of the stuff I write, but like I find myself getting lost in the weeds of the Joe Walsh's Jackson Brown, so I like that that songwriting aspect of uh, lyrical, like vocal melodies, not just harmonies, but like finding where the best vocal melody is because you feel like with a lot of rock music, it's very just roots, you know, you're the singer is the root of the chord of the third, and it's fun just trying to bounce back and forth, just trying to find what sounds unique. <coughs> Uh, melodically, one because it's more fun for me to sing, but two, it's it's easier to find or uh, to make richer harmonies that way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Joe Walsh, all time all time favorite. You know when he's in James Gang, when he's in separate stuff. Yeah, that's that's a, a huge part. Yeah, yeah, very nice. It's pretty crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess a, I guess a big part I left out. I also really like grew up on speed metal. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I remember I was telling yeah, I was I was super into Racer X after the A C D C phase. I was super into Racer X and Paul Gilbert and all of this stuff and I was like, how is it possible someone can ever play that fast? Yeah. You know, and I was just super in love with the whole like like the heaviness of everything, that whole You know, like shit like that, but it's just I don't know. It's like I, I always thought it was super fascinating to do that whole like super fast metal thing and that got me into a big metal phase too and I was really into Metallica and Racer X and Mashuga even <laughs> for sure for sure <laughs> yeah I mean uh, it seems like you know and it's obvious from listening to your music you guys are into you know a lot of older bands you know oh yeah um, definitely yeah, yeah 100% I mean, you know I'd say it's pretty true for myself as well you know a lot of the music I listen to a lot of the, a lot of my idols are dead you know but uh as far as new music you know I, I know when I was in high school I used to say you know oh man music sucks you know I was one of those where I was like oh music sucks these you days can't be that I you was that I mean? at one point too. you were that yeah yeah you yeah. can't be that exactly. you miss out on too much good stuff <laughs> yeah 100% that's what I was gonna say so is there anything yeah. new you guys like to uh oh guys yeah Katy Perry Doja yeah? Cat dropped some bangers recently <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm, there's I'm there's the like admit it. I, I like I, I've actually like I almost like hate to say it because of the whole like trendy thing, and I know they're looking at me. They know what I'm gonna say, but the whole like Greta Van Fleet, um, Dirty Honey, and there's actually a new band that I've been into. It's called Black Pistol Fire. Okay. They've been really like inspiring to me because they have a nostalgic sound while adding a more modern sound too. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hey, like we could do that too. We're on track there. Like we that's pretty cool. That group of bands. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The whole like classic rock revolution coming back. coming back yeah exactly Although i hate to say it that way yeah. but that's kind of what it is i, I mean i i think greta van fleet's a great band actually no i like greta van fleet i don't like how they same dress. with dirty honey i love it <laughs> <laughs> i mean they're certainly a great yeah, band can't pay me enough yeah. to wear uh, hey you know what you know what they can I do whatever they want one. because look where they are yeah no dude they're rad <laughs> no sure, judgment yeah. for them yeah they're rad Sure. I mean, well, one thing that you guys have going for you is, you know, unlike Greta Van Fleet, and no disrespect to them, 
Um, no disrespect. You guys aren't. I mean, you know, you listen to your music. Yeah, it's got this classic sound, <laughs> but it's not mistakable to uh, like. I don't hear you guys and think, oh, is this ACDC or is this Ron's? Oh, right. You know what I mean? With the, With Red Event, oh, you know, you. you might think Led it's Zeppelin. like a Zeppelin B-side <laughs> or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know. Speaking know. of which, our next song is an ACDC cover. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it is. Oh, wait, is it for <laughs> real? You guys are serious? It actually yeah. is an ACDC song. I spoke too soon. <laughs> Let's hear it then. You want to play it? Let's do it. Yeah, we got two more songs. Pull that. Let's hear it. All right.
only reason we thought to include that is because it's been in our live set, our 30-minute set, for like a year. So we're trying to yeah. move on to different songs, but it's like, oh, finally, you know, immortalize it. We, we, we played that song every single live set, People and like it. it's, it. yeah, but like we, we played it every single live set, and like I, I, I've never gotten tired of it. Definitely. You know, like yeah. it's just it's a such a fun one. song to play. Yeah, yeah. it sucks because I got all the equipment. I'm gonna thrash if I move around. Yeah, so but normally like, we're jumping around. For sure, dude. And your vocals sound almost identical to uh, to Bonsk. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't say right. that, dude. <laughs> no, they they sounded well, sick. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that is a fun one, and it's uh, it's cool to see you know a band covering a song from such a big uh, band, but it's not like you know just like the hit you know what well I mean? partially i can't right. sing the hits like what back in black hell is about i can't sing <laughs> they don't even know that <laughs> that's why it's playing that school of rock music yeah but i mean you know we've heard all that shit so many times you know where it's like back there's a lot of people black. that don't know you know uh walk all over you you know what i mean or any of the deeper cuts off highway to hell so yeah that's that's you know, true we've it's cool i've actually had someone come up to us or to me actually after a show yeah and say is that is that an original song you guys just did i'm like <laughs> yeah. No. yeah i'm like thank you yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally just fucking own it i know? wrote that all by myself <laughs> in my room <laughs> at 2 a.m <laughs> Do you guys do any other covers? Uh, like other no, than this? We should do Take It Easy all the time. Yeah, we yeah, should do Take It Easy take by it the easy. Eagles and We do a good job of harmonizing like but that. it just uh it's we're such a rock band, sometimes it slows down the set a little bit, even though people like it. It's like a we don't oh, yeah. we don't do a good job at like cause set set lists <laughs> should have like a flow Let's to do it. it. Yeah, we've done that one too. Yeah, we've no done that. Yeah, so we're here to do originals, not covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I covers you, are I mean, fun, but as a as a, you know, I've seen you guys many times, and Take It Easy comes on. I think it, you know, that's what I'm it works. Saying. What it I works say. Yeah, yeah. It sets the it mood, does. man. That's what I say. Yeah. I don't think it slows down at all. Of our, yeah. of our Especially for harmony junkies like. <laughs> yeah. In fact, the first time I came in, you know, I like to in our sets. I like to throw in a cover uh, because somebody might be there and they've never seen us. So, you know, that, they might exactly hear that. That might be their favorite it. song. It's like, oh, my God, I like yeah, these guys. Yeah. I walked into, uh, you know, I came into the to Wayfair last summer. You guys were playing. I, had, I hadn't heard of you guys. Um, and the first fresh. thing you guys were playing, I walked in the middle of uh, Take It Easy. I was like, holy shit, we're playing Take It Easy. <laughs> then after that, walk all over. I was like, oh, my God, you know, shit, I got to check <laughs> these guys out again. Well, there was you know? a, when, we, when, we played <laughs> right. with, when we played with you guys, Death Will yeah. Bring Change, at the FTG Warehouse, yeah. there was a guy in the audience when we started playing uh, – walk all over oh, you yeah. he he came up to all of us he was like i cannot believe you guys know what that song is like i was like i heard the first chords i was like no there's no way it's that and then yeah started playing was it was it an older guy no he was actually yeah. younger yeah oh, he was yeah, i want to say he was like mid-20s yeah yeah. It's a hit for sure. yeah how'd you know that song <laughs> yeah right <laughs> It's always the old people that are always like, I can't believe you know that song. I'm oh, like, well, there's you. the internet, you know. What I well, mean? That, 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 that's another thing is that like a lot of our shows, like a lot of our like biggest fan base would probably be the dads out there <laughs> that, that like that I mean, older I love, sound. I love having dads. I'm trying to change the demo a little bit. Yeah. But. <laughs> Appreciate the dads. Yeah, everyone likes the dads. <laughs> Out of all your shows, which one uh, has been your favorite? Like the craziest I, one or I most think, memorable? The last, the last whiskey show. The last whiskey a go go show. Yeah, we play at the whiskey a go go in what, April fourteenth, really? and oh. that was uh, that was that was a fun yeah, show. Yeah, there was a was lot of people there. 
some of them for us, most of them for big, <laughs> just there. Big well, crowd. it was it was just a good night in general. Like we we're all in a good mood, and yeah. you know, like we, we all we all the day off work. We had we, we, we played at the whiskey oh, that fair. first time before in November. Um, so that whole like that was oh a my good God, show too. That was already gone, so it was more just like oh cool, yeah. we're back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it was right. Plus the bands that were playing with this, they were cool. We hung out with the green room with them. Mm, um, but yeah, for some reason, like the harmonies hit, like the seventy-five song. For we some did, reason, uh, yeah, for <laughs> some <laughs> perfectly intentional reason. Because <laughs> we're yeah, good, that's why. Yeah, the sound guy <laughs> loved us. The sound guy, the first time he was there, he was like assisting the sound guy, and oh, yeah. he was like, "You guys are rad." He followed us on Spotify. He, he's he's uh, really nice. The second dude. time he was the main sound guy, so he was like, yeah, oh, yeah. "I got you guys." Yeah, yeah. And he he did a really good job yeah, too. We perfect. like yeah. he did a I really good job. On, a, on our Instagram, Ronzi Band, uh, one of the latest posts is actually a clip from that show where we do those harmonies and. Normally when we do that song, he comes up to my mic, <laughs> and we do like a side by side thing, which is yeah, it's, it's cool. People like that. Got a good look. <laughs> nice. Good for business. Is the is the turnout pretty good at those whiskey go go shows? Yeah, they actually yeah. they they keep getting better and better too. Nice. Like since Definitely. we played in November, it was like oh damn, like there's yeah, quite a bit of people here night. and. Yeah. Now it was on a Sunday night, and then we played the night. April one on a Thursday night. Yeah, now we Which have a, and uh, that was pretty good. And we have one coming up in September on a Saturday night. Oh, that's September. Yeah. We're opening up for the Super Oasis cover yeah, band, Supersonic. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, okay. uh, what day in September? Again? September tenth. Go check these guys out. September tenth at the oh, Whiskey yeah. Go Go. Hell yeah. yeah, that's a good. We got shows in between, but that's that's gonna be a big one. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to that one. Nine o'clock. Yeah, we got the, the, the piano man slot. Oh, yes. Nine o'clock on a Saturday. Oh yeah. What was the next show you guys had in uh, Tiki Bar? Tiki right? Bar, July seventh. Yeah. July seventh. Okay. July seventh, Tiki Bar, Costa Mesa. Oh yeah. Ronsley live. That's gonna be, be a there. good show too. B square. <laughs> right. <laughs> be, if, if you don't go, you hate music. <laughs> I'll put that pressure on you. Gaslight people into coming to our show. What do you think? Last song? Yes. Yeah, oh, more. yeah. We got this last one. This one's, this, this one is like one of my favorites on coming on the new album because it's just a mixture of just like a bunch of things. It's very Sabbath-y sounding. Okay. Sabbath-y? You know, so, was, like, heavy? He- yeah, it has, definitely has a heavier. It has a, it's very riffy. It has like a very riffy, like, like mono kind of like bass guitar sound. Yeah, we always so close punch our sets you in with the this face. song. Yeah, this, this one is just... Also, a, this is always uh, yeah. like closer. Yeah. This, this is our closer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. This is the one where Joel takes off the guitar? This is the one where yeah. Joel takes okay. off. Normally, I eat shit when I sing, too. Yeah, uh, usually, usually, usually Joel faints every time we play this song. So. <laughs> he just starts like floating in the air. Oh, yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Chrissy, I he, like he does a stage you. dive, but he just Chris. keeps going. <laughs> hey, just dive. We'll catch you. Yeah, right? All right, let's hear it. What is it called? Mr. Media Man. Okay. We ready?
Grazie. Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, those lyrics were um, also a bullshit. I can't, I don't have lyrics yet. So I just have uh, phrases that I like to use. Oh, <laughs> that's wow. new album, so serious. Not totally done. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's um. It's definitely a fun one to play. It's a fun no, one. I, play. I, I love that. Some shit up on the huh? spot or? Usually, yeah. I mean, some are, some, oh, some are phrases that <laughs> I repeat. Yeah. But yeah, it's rehearsed bullshit. Okay. But yeah, they're all yeah. phrases that I just come up with that sound nice together. <laughs> they yeah. do. I mean, they fit. Well. When he started singing that, I was like, oh, are those are the official lyrics? I was like, no, wait. Yeah. No, I should have finished the lyrics. <laughs> Honestly, the song could be called Mr. Media Man and be about mac and cheese. and yeah, It would still be a great song. It would still be a great song. So Bandana Man <laughs> singing Sabbath guitar. That's basically what everybody picks yeah. up on. And the funky rad bass line. There oh, should yeah. be like uh, three he parts. On the floor, yeah. Oh yeah, when I do that scream at the end, I know that's when I fall face first into whatever's in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I did it at the first whiskey because I like I lo- I was just out of breath and I needed a rest, so I was just like I fell. Yeah. Because I, oh. like, hey, hey, I like yelled all my air out. <laughs> I and remember. People that. went crazy. Was so like, I was like, he, he actually did <laughs> fall, but instead of catching himself, he actually like just, just went with it. Happen. So oh, now man. I just eat shit. This is what oh I do. Oh man, you should have seen the you should have seen the last whiskey show. People I, were like ready to catch him. I fell in between the mon- the floor <laughs> monitors, and then like they were like, "Oh fuck!" And then I like pushed myself up off the stage, and then just like shimmied back up. That was, it was funny. It was good. Oh, it was that, awesome. Damn. And then we're all sick. still playing, like not even looking at him. Like, <laughs> don't give a shit. Actually, I went up to you and put my foot on you, <laughs> and played with my foot on you. Usually at that time, somebody I know who's come to see us would give me like a. Uh, sip of whiskey they have or beer yeah. and that's always cool because people who don't know are like oh cool he's drinking yeah you know. drinking a, having a whiskey at the whiskey exactly it's i gotta ask uh, about the rigs you guys are using uh colin what do you uh what do you got i noticed you got an epiphone les paul yeah i do so this this guitar is actually it, it's a, it is an epiphone les paul it's a traditional pro three mm-hmm. um but Everything in it is Gibson. So oh, wow. the okay. pickups are original Gibson. The pots and even the wiring I used are wow. actually from Gibson. Oh wow! Okay. Um, so I I, I got yeah. the guitar and you know opened it up and then I saw that everything was like Gibson. I was like, oh, oh shoot! You didn't like, mod it. It was just it I came did. Like well, it. actually, the only thing I modded on it was I have a superstition about all of my guitars mm-hmm. where I have to resolder it myself. Oh, okay. Because I'm a strong believer of like a perfect solder makes a perfect sound. Yeah. Also, if something ever were to fail on stage or anything like that, I know exactly where to check first. Right, right. It's it's kind of like working on your car and stuff. Like if you know it front to back, like and you break down, you know exactly where like what key things to check. Yeah. yeah. So that it, it just it just that's makes really me cool. feel better about yeah. it. Yeah. For sure. Well, that's cool. But yeah, it came with Gibson. Was it PAFs? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're they're PAS actives. Okay. So they take a they take take a big fat battery. Yeah, <laughs> I actually like the active pickups a lot more because they have a more attacky mm-hmm. sound compared to like a passive pickup. They just have that like like they have that nice attack sound with the. Right. Now I, I really like that initial attack on the strings and everything. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And you're running to do uh, was that a. Origin? That, yeah, it's a yeah. Marshall Origin 50. It's like the, I guess people have been calling it the new little JCM. Oh, okay. I guess it's like that whole 50 watt JCM sound. It's just a little yeah. smaller. Um, I personally don't think, no? well, I, I do think they're comparable. I think the JCM hits a little harder. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think yeah. it does, but I, I have a little distortion pedal um, that I use if I do want to go a little heavier. Yeah. 
so I can have like my higher gain on and or have the distortion and have more of like a metallic-y kind of sound with the you know and then it just like but like before this amp I had a I had a, a digital amp it was a line six spider three. Oh, okay and i was that was like from my metal phase and all that and i yeah. had like you know my ibanez with the floyd rose and on it and everything and sounded great with that combo but it's just in this band it's like there's it, something had to change yeah. so that's why i adopted a les paul and yeah got the oh, origin yeah. 50 and then it's just you know that classic combo the, yeah. the gibson with the with the marshall, marshall. kind yeah. of thing and then the, the pv cabinet yeah. that i have it's a it's a it's an old school pv cabinet okay and yeah i i've tried other cabinets too and i've played at different venues like whenever we go to uh the whiskey what are the it's a mesa i think cabinet that they have us use and i think they sound very different okay i just think yeah. like the cabinet you know like that. what do you like about the pv it's just it has that more attacky sound it, it doesn't have that yeah. muffled sound as like a as like a mesa would mm-hmm. or you know it just it just has my sound it has that more brighter tone yeah. with the yeah it just it has that nice like prettiness to it yeah, and it's not you know muddy. yeah exactly yeah. it's not muddy yeah. it's nice and bright nice and clean i like nice it nice and punchy for sure yeah. yeah that's cool man yeah you got a nice nice rig going on what Thank about you joel what do you uh uh, I'm not nearly as into it as he is. I wish I was. I got the. It's actually a 1978 kitchen table SG. Okay. Looks yeah. like a kitchen table. Yeah, it's it's actually, a, yeah it's has a, that I got it as a gift from a, a cool. friend who played it when he bought it in the 80s, and he was like, "I don't use it anymore. You can have it." And I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" yeah. Wow. That's awesome. So it's a it's a second. So I mean, yeah. it ate shit in the factory, and they glued it together. Wow. <laughs> so uh, there's if you look at it, there's like a line through the top. Wow. Um, on the on the what is it called the the tuning board or the neck? No, actually the body. Oh, the body? Wow. Look, there's a line right here. It ate shit. Oh, so shit. They, <laughs> the guitar ate shit. <laughs> yeah, the guitar ate shit at wow. the factory. But yeah, it's rad. That's it's cool. It's, it's, it has the VSG insignia on it from like those years. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, yeah, so I had that. I had a Gretsch that got stolen. So it's yeah. a six, 68, right? It was almost a Les Paul. <laughs> is that, yeah, that's right. 62 would have been a less. Is Paul. that a uh, is that mahogany? Is it all mahogany? Uh, I'm not sure. That's what yeah. Colin would know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's mahogany. Yeah, it's <laughs> I call it the kitchen <laughs> table SG. Yeah, it looks it table. looks like a kitchen yeah, table. It has that, that finish. That was really sick though. And you're running that through uh, AC 30? AC 30. Yes, sir. Yeah. I just I was like, yeah, I know he loved the Marshall, and I was like, I I learned yeah. when we were recording for the first time how important it is to have different sounding amps. Because yep. it's like, oh, it sounds the same. And he's like, no, it doesn't. You know, not him, but the guy we first recorded with when I was like 18, 19. Uh-huh. You know, so um, that, I like I love that sound. The Queen sound is cool. They have that. I know the Beatles use boxes, so it's yeah. It's just a nice dynamic between the two of us because it's. We have different strengths with the different sounding amps. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's actually definitely. funny. Like you, you brought that up because the when we recorded Arizona Mile, that was the first time I played. It was an actual Gibson. You know, remember what year it was? It was like a sixty. No, it was a seventy. Was it a seventy? Seventy four, something like that. it was a vintage Gibson Les Paul, a cherry burst, just like this one. Uh-huh. And I picked it up, you know, and I, I had my Ibanez with me that day, and I was just like, oh my god, Les Paul feels great. Like yeah. this thing feels like it feels like Ronsley, you know, and then mm. I plugged it into the JCM 800 they have there and I was like, holy shit, I need new stuff. Yeah. Like I, I need to I need to step up the game a little bit. I need I to. Right there with you. I need. Yeah. I need to, yeah, exactly. I need to go into the tube amps and I need to yeah. I need I need to change some things. And then yeah. I know we all kind of 
took like a big influence after that day. I remember that. Oftentimes that's all it takes too. You know, you plug in and you're like, you know, right away. Yeah, this is what I need. Yeah. And then, and then I went into guitar center and I was, I forgot what I was getting. I was getting like a guitar stand or something. And then I saw the origin 50 just sitting there. Yeah. I was like, Oh, there's a Marshall amp. Like, you know, I'll try it. I've never heard of origin 50 before. Yeah. And then I plugged it in and just fell in love with it. Absolutely fell in love. I picked up a SG and then plugged it into that. And I just fell in love with it. It was awesome. And then I bought it two days later. (laughs) (laughs) What about, what about you, Jordan? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm just with Colin. You know, we recorded our last single. I was using a, some crappy Yamaha starter bass, you know, man, for beginners. Same with my amp. Uh, I went to Guitar Center. You know, we were going to play an outdoor show out in Lucerne Valley, and I was like, you know, my amp is not nearly powerful. <laughs> I need an upgrade. So I, me and Colin went to Guitar Center and got that Fender Rumble 500, which is just so much better. I didn't pressure him at all to buy his stuff, by the way. Not, not uh, even close. You might as well work at Guitar Center. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, the power difference is insane. And then I, oh yeah, we went to Guitar Center once, and we saw this uh, Fender P bass. Uh, you know, the the color aside, which you know, it's like a teal, and then the the neck is just some. It's like a glossy brown. It, just, it catches your eye. It's really pretty to look at. And I saw it, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I I knew I needed to have it. I was due for an upgrade. Like I said, my my old bass was, you know, POS and. I, my parents bought it for me back in like 2014. And I was like 12 or something. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, just you know, new better equipment. It really does make all the difference. You know, it. It also it also motivates you. Exactly. Like, you it have nice looking you. stuff. <laughs> you it look good. You I, I'm a strong believer. Like even in sports, you look good. You do good. Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. that's I just. I've nice I've always been that skin, way. skin hard case. Oh yeah. Alligator skin. Snake snake skin. Oh. That one's yours. That's mine. Yeah. Dude, that. That's sick. It is. I like it's it. really nice, like really pretty, and, you know, and and what I like about your uh, your uh, Fender Rumble is it doesn't weigh anything. You <laughs> could literally okay. toss it around. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, we ordered it at a guitar center in you know, somewhere in Orange County, and then they were like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to pick it up at the Rancho Cucamonga store." So I went all the way out there, and um, you know, the guitar center guy brought it out, and it was in a box, and he's like this big, tall guy, like six foot five, and he was carrying it. <laughs> and he was like, he put it down on the counter. He was like, all right, bro, like, you're going to need some help, like, carrying this out of the car. And I was like, not going to lie, probably. So I grabbed <laughs> it, and I, I used, like, all my force to lift, and it, like, yeah, I, it went up. I was like, what the? It's, it's weightless. It's crazy. And my last amp, same size, you know, that thing, I had to Throw it over my shoulder. He's just <laughs> That's the Rumble 500, right? It is. Yeah. That thing's oh. powerful, man. Yeah. thing's crazy powerful. And then the front. You open it, there's nothing inside. Exactly. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has the removable grill. Yeah, exactly. And the grill just comes right off like Velcro. Or, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's much better. you know. And like he says, you look good, you, you do good. And I didn't really think that until you know, I, I experienced it for myself. So, um definitely and you know something i look forward to exploring in the future is, is bass pedals and mm-hmm. getting into um all those different types of things colin does it a lot and you know I, I don't know how common that is with bass players but it's something i think would be cool to um it's it's even like the little things like even like a guitar pick like i remember me and joel were i'm very experimenting though yeah. like i just no <laughs> like, i never liked it i probably never will who knows like, i played his bass for the pick one time and he looked at me like i pissed him <laughs> <laughs> well like i remember that you uh i don't joel, want that bass anymore you, you <laughs> it's contaminated you we're, we're we're at a point where Joel kept losing all of his picks for some reason. You know, when you drop a pick and it finds its way a mile down yeah, the street. Yeah. And 
he he would always use mine and i i use a 1.14 millimeter pick i use a very oh, wow. very heavy pick yeah and he he strums very hard and he would break strings all the time and i was like you know what i think i know what the issue is i don't think it's the guitar it might be your pick we went down to the it was like the thinner pick size right and then yeah that that problem that's just like you found way more comfort in strumming the guitar too like just those little things are really yeah really work that way do you use a pick when you play bass uh it depends on the song yeah. if it's like if it's yeah i mean it, it depends i yeah, i mostly honestly. use my uh my fingers just because yeah. for death we change too yeah oh because uh i like the tone of it just how how he says yeah. like it's, yeah. it's better but with the pick it's cool if you're doing like higher notes because you get that like like higher tone better with the yeah, pick for sure but but you're right i'm kind of anti-pick on the bass too. <laughs> <laughs> definitely and uh, Chris, any any preferences on uh, what you're using? Uh, well, Chris I'm is extremely knowledgeable. My, uh, <laughs> I'm Very. still kind of using my POS equipment. Yep. Okay. Uh, we've all moved on. Only on the basis that drums are expensive. Yeah, but you know what? You use, you use your expensive. POS equipment, but you rock it, dude. Like, yeah, you really. seriously yeah. do. But like the the thing with drums is like it, it's not just you buy a shell pack and you're done, um, because like. For me, I want to buy a uh, a, um, a a Tama Star Classic uh, performer, like pretty cheap, fifteen hundred dollars. But it's not just that because not only it's two hundred dollars to put new heads on the whole thing, it's also another minimum thousand dollars to um, to buy hard cases for all of them because I'm not scratching new drums. Yeah. There's no way. Um, <clears throat> also, of course, you know the new hardware. You know you want to upgrade your hardware. Maybe uh, grab a tom stand or something like that, so you can change your configuration, or maybe another cymbal stand, or, or a cowbell, or, or just attachments for new things. And then the cymbals too, at least twelve hundred dollars for a cymbal pack. Yeah. And I and I think it's a struggle too because you know you you really can't know what your cymbals are gonna sound like until you actually have them on your kit. Yeah. Uh, like you can watch YouTube videos, but that's not the only factor. You know, it's it's how you play them, how uh, how your sticks are, how hard you hit them. Just, just there's a lot of um, uh, variables, and it's just it's, it's kind of I'm afraid to go out and pick one because, like I said, they're expensive, and uh, you pick the wrong one, it kind of sucks. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> but yeah, so it's a struggle. But, yeah. Uh, so you can't really tell what you think of them unless you're playing them yeah, on your exactly. kit, right? Like, Even if you could test it out with a different kit. Exactly. Yeah. In places like Guitar Center, like they're not really, yeah, we'll get these cymbals out for you. You can demo it. Yeah. Like, there's hardly ever even a, a drum person at the counter in the drum <laughs> section. Like I'll be lucky <laughs> if there is, and I can even get a pair of demo sticks. Yeah. So, I mean, if there's like a more drum-centered store somewhere where they can do that kind of thing, I would love to go because mm. it would make it so much easier and so much better. For sure, for sure. And he's right, dude. Fucking drums are expensive yeah. as shit. Right? Yeah. I was lucky enough that uh, Juan, uh, the old drummer for Melt Mars, shout out to Juan, he gave me that set for $300. Wow. I was wow. so, I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, if you're going to use it for, you're like, a thief. for all that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, are you yeah. sure? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, he said, because he would collect a lot of drums. Like, he had, like, a garage full of drums. He's like, I'm not using this one wow. anymore. I'm going to sell it. And I was like, wow. damn. God, yeah, God bless that guy. For oh, yeah. And I'm like, a, and I want to get everything at once. Like, and, and this is a this is a me thing. I'm sure other drummers too. Like, I don't want to have a shiny new shell pack, 
and uh, and then have crappy old symbols. And mm. by the time I get my new fresh symbols, you know, my my shells are kind of beaten up. Like that's just a me thing. You have to go all out. I want I wanted to have all of it at once and all my new head. Maybe not the heads. I, I mean, I'm sorry. Maybe not the symbols. Maybe I'll wait a little bit. But it would be nice to have it all at once. Definitely. Yeah. The the if the symbols or the shells come, it has to come with the protective cases because think drums will get scratched. Yeah. I'm not about that. For yeah, sure. <laughs> especially when they cost a lot, dude. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you got to protect your drums and protect your investment. And and I see what he means about having, like, new cymbals and new drums because, I mean, the older the cymbals are, the, the, the tone kind of wears off yeah, on them. Definitely. So, like, when everything's new, it's it's bright, much, colorful, much everything. Yeah. Plus, I, I only play with one crash and one ride. I've been doing that since I was probably 10 years old. So, uh, yeah. slim pickings, man. <laughs> you know, I, one, of the, one of these days I'll splurge. Do you have a, an electric drum kit by any chance? No, no I almost so bought one, but I've never really had one of those. Okay. You know, the only thing I'll do is practice pad, but oh, okay, I, yeah, I tap on what? everything. Like I annoy the crap out of people. Like I'll, right. I'll just meet someone, and then just without even you know thinking about it, I'll be tapping away. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, "You're a drummer, aren't you?" <laughs> That's why I'm asking because uh, yeah. you know, like obviously as a guitar player, we can you know plug into quiet amp yeah. or we can oh, you know, go yeah. into our headphones and mm-hmm. practice daily right Definitely. but what do you do as a drummer for just like your everyday kind of practice you know to <laughs> well, play in the garage <laughs> i really don't you don't do it i don't have an everyday kind of thing i, I was going to get an electric kit but yeah. uh, they didn't have it or, or something well, happened. So that's money you could be putting in exactly your kit and kit. that's money yeah. i want to put into my, my show kit, kit right yeah so yeah, for, for me sure. that's kind of like on the back burner like even though it would be nice to have a kit i can play on at you know in my room whatever yeah. That would be great, but uh, so how often are, do you practice, or where do you practice when you do? Well, when I practice, like your personal practice. Yeah, well, when I practice, it, it's mostly just on a on a practice pad. Like I'll just mm-hmm. really try to get into my rudiments, you know, the the core aspects of drums. I definitely I need to get one of those um, practice pad equivalent for uh, for your for the kick drum. Yeah, so you can really build um, proper technique on your with your feet and uh, with your hands. I think that's just really important. It's just the um, building that really good technique is good, and I need to take my own advice and <laughs> get you know, practice that more day to day. Because yeah. not everyone has a kit that they're gonna have, and uh, yeah. and you know that's that's just an excuse really because there is plenty of things you can play just with sticks and a couch. So like there, there's definitely plenty of things for me to do even though I don't have a kit at home. Yeah, I do. for sure. That's cool. Red. That's cool. And then. Uh, so uh, we're going to close out the, this episode. And this was the last episode of the season. Yo, wow. season finale oh, game. Season oh, finale. Yeah. What's going to happen? Best for that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anything you guys want to tell your fans out there? Any any uh, messages or any projects that you guys are going to be getting out soon? Shows? Like you guys said, you guys had well, some I'm shows coming. Well, I'm not sure when this comes out, but uh, we have a couple Tiki shows in July. A couple July shows, both at the Tiki Bar. Uh, that whiskey show, September 10th, that's going to be a big one. That, that's something we're really yeah. looking forward to. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, check us out on Spotify, Ronsley, Arizona Miles, our newest song. That one sounds the most like us now. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, Ronsley Band. But yeah, we're working on that new album, so we're, we're excited for that. Nice. Actually, I know you guys are too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a fun feeling dicking around with that stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> oh, dude, look, listen. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's. Yeah, dude, it's it's magic, man. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you guys for have sure. to say to 
all the adoring fans out there. Oh man! Well, if there was no fans, there would be no Ronsley. That's, <laughs> that's, that's for sure. There. It's like the football player speech. Oh, oh thank God, and uh, my mama. Yeah, and, uh, I like to thank my mom. There. Yeah, all the fans out there. Shout out to the and uh, my my fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Ellis. She's awesome. Thank you. She taught me. She taught me things. The janitor at my high school. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Mike you're doing well. You didn't help me out, but I yeah. hope you're doing. Well. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't help me out whatsoever, but you're a nice guy. <laughs> all right. So Instagram, Ronsley Band, any other social media? YouTube, uh, Spotify. YouTube, yeah, we're we're working on all that. We got a link tree. With we have stuff. we have a TikTok nice. now. We're we're kind of okay. leaning more towards to that. Into little that. dances and stuff. No, yeah, not as much. No, yeah, no. exactly. Yes, yeah. I take my shirt off. So check it out. No, <laughs> Definitely take my shirt off. Hey, bro! Everybody talks shit on, on TikTok, but that shit is funny as fuck. No, it they is, have it a is, lot of funny it. stuff on. So the people who talk shit about TikTok will send you reels like a week after they come out. Oh, exactly. On Instagram, right? Yeah, Instagram reels. No, thank you so much for having us here though this setup is rad i love that definitely oh, definitely thanks, a good vibe you got going and letting bands come on here and do this like, oh yeah dude and it's, it's always definitely great. rad i know i don't talk a lot i enjoy watching bands come in and and i get to uh get to know new bands and hear, hear them in front of me so i'm blessed to even have you guys here. Well, we appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate <laughs> you guys yeah. accepting. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you guys. I'm Brian. Uh, thank you. I'm Davo. And this was Ronsley. Thank you so Yay! much.